welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, episode number 67. Thanks so much for joining us today. So, Tyler, good to have you back. How you been? Yeah, I've been gone quite a bit lately. Um, I've been just kind of busy working on some other projects, but this uh, last week I was in California. I went on like a little bit of a road trip to visit some family. And it was really awesome. Um, saw four states, California, Oregon, Nevada, and Washington, I guess. But I listened to that book, Happy City, that you recommended, and I really loved it. So thanks for that recommendation. I feel like I've got all these ideas for Everett, and I know that you kind of felt the same way when you read that book. Yeah, that was a great read. Very pro-walking and basically friendly and uh you know i mean which is something that everett is uh it's great for we have sidewalks yeah bike lanes (laughs) anyway how you doing i'm good we just launched uh a patreon page for living everett yesterday and uh we started already getting a handful of people signing up which has been really really cool 17 patrons already i can't believe it yeah i glanced at my email today and anna had forwarded me like a whole bunch of you know, the, like the confirmation emails showing people had signed up and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like it's I felt happening. like a kid at Christmas or something. And which is really cool. Cause I was probably going to be really depressed if no one signed up. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked. Yeah. Cool. Good job on that. Thanks oh, and for- BTW, if you haven't checked out our Patreon page and are interested, it's patreon.com slash live in Everett. If uh, you want to give it a gander, we got like some cool rewards uh, depending on what level you give at, you can give anywhere from, uh, $1 to $10 per month, or we actually learned apparently you can enter a custom amount because a couple people even gave more. Uh, For anyone who wants amazing. to give $1,000 a month, that option is available. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'd be good to explain what Patreon is yeah. for those who don't know. Good call. Uh, so Patreon is a way that people can support creators. Uh, so whether someone is a musician or a painter or w- whatever their thing is, they can set up a page on Patreon and people can contribute to them on a monthly basis and support that creator. And it's, um, yeah, j- just a way for, um, you know, people who create something for, for their audience that appreciates, um, what they create to be able to support them, to help them keep doing it. So, yeah, simply put, it kind of goes beyond advertisers. So it's a way for our audience to support us and live in Everett is free and always will be free as far as Hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll <laughs> always be free. We don't have a paywall, but if you enjoy what we do and you as a, as a listener or a reader want to uh, give a little bit every month, um, it helps a ton, even a dollar. Like I'm like, I hate asking for money, you know, but I, I love doing living ever it. I think it's a ton of fun. And like, I'm like, Hey, like even a buck helps, you know, it's like, I can ask for a buck. And the <laughs> truth is we're limited by our budget, right? I feel like we oh. have a really talented team and we have a lot of really big ideas and a lot of our ideas can't come to life if we don't have uh, like money to do them, obviously, right? So, yeah. and big time. So I'm really excited for what uh, what we can do for our audience if we have more revenue and the kind of things we can start putting out there. So, anyway, so that's Patreon, everybody. And today on the show we have Eric from Bayside Bikes. Uh, Eric opened Bayside Bikes two years ago. I 
think it was there's two a years question or mark so. next to that, so I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, originally, <laughs> originally Henry said last year, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure okay. it's been at least two years. We'll confirm with him when he gets here. Yeah, it's funny. I'm reading from a script, everybody, and that question mark just totally took the, my legs out from me. Like, what do I do with this? All right, so today we have Eric from Bayside Bikes on the show. Eric opened Bayside Bikes about three and a half years ago, and we're excited to have him on the show to uh, talk about running a small business in downtown Everett and his tips for cycling all around Everett. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you for having me. I wore my favorite shirt today, and I didn't mean to wear it, but it, it is a Bayside Bike shirt. You and I are wearing the same shirt, and uh, it's just coincidence that I'm wearing it when you're on this show, but it really is my favorite shirt. I wear this shirt all the time, and it's almost um, worn out, so I'm going to have to come and pick up another one. Yeah, I'd love to get you another one. Uh, it's see in the neighborhood quite often, and I'll drive or ride by, and I see Tyler out in the front yard. He's got my shirt on. Love yeah, seeing it. Yeah, that, nice. that is worth mentioning that Eric and I live a block away from each other uh, up on Colby by the college. And so you have noticed I do wear this shirt probably, I would say probably three to four times a week. I bet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Man, you're like a walking billboard. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, I like to keep things simple. I like, I like this shirt. Anyway, Eric, thanks again for joining us. So let's start by talking about your background in Everett. Did you grow up in Everett? Yes, so I was born here in uh, 1989. It was a cold January day, <laughs> and my uh, mom drove herself and her uh, little Beetle uh, Volkswagen to the hospital and uh, gave birth to me right there on Colby, where I still reside. So you <laughs> did you did your parents live in that house that you currently live in on like what like Seventh and Colby ish? Yes. So all right, so she drove herself from Seventh and Colby to Thirteenth and Colby or Fourteenth, where the hospital is. That's the story I'm told. Yeah, but knowing my father, I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty hardcore. That's cool. So you're Everett, uh, born and raised. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Through the whole Everett school system, Whittier, North Middle, Everett High, Everett Community College. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Have uh, a lot of your friends stayed around Everett as well, or quite a few. But um, I see more new people here downtown than old faces, I think. See, I always hear people say that, how a lot of people that grew up in Everett, they don't want to stay here because there's not like enough opportunity and they always go and move away. And I, I grew up in the north end of the county. I didn't move to Everett till 2009. So I'm always curious about that. Yeah, I think there was um, that thought that you had to move away. But I said, no, I will make my own opportunities. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like your <laughs> <Kind> style. <of. laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So speaking of which, uh, why did you open Bayside Bikes? Well, I had a love and passion for bicycles since I was just a little kid. Like most kids, I'd ride around the neighborhood. My parents would encourage me to get out of the house and get lost and go ride my bike far away and come back if I felt like it. So that <laughs> turned into mountain biking and um, working at Tim's Bike Shop, another local bike shop, through high school and going to Everett Community College. And then, um, you know, after a few other jobs, uh, worked for Rodland Toyota, worked at, uh, Snohomish County parks. I was ready to, uh, open my own bike shop, do things a little different and do them on my own. And what was the, uh, idea behind the shop? Like, was there a primary motivator or, or like, what is that difference that like you were, uh, you're like bringing to the table? Yeah. I wanted to do something different because Tim's was kind of focusing on BMX mountain bikes, a little bit higher in there. Um, the other shop in town, bicycle centers, a little more road focused. And so I wanted to go commuter bike, family bike, recreational, not necessarily the super high end bikes. I can get those in. Sometimes I'll stock them, but, um, a good quality bike, not going to 
department store getting a hundred dollar bike, but buying a, you know, 400 to $600 bike, those are going to be most of the models in stock because those are a good bike for someone who wants to ride recreationally. You can ride it every day, but you're not spending a ton on a super high end bike when maybe that's not something you need. It is amazing when I looked into how much like a mountain bike with suspension is like a good one. Yeah. You know, you can buy like a dirt bike almost for the, for the price of those. It's it's, crazy. It's really not uncommon for people to spend $5,000 on a good mountain bike. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. When you're trusting your life in it, in some instances, it's worth it. But if you're a hardcore rider, it makes sense. Are there a lot of hardcore bicyclists like that around? Like, I don't think I know anyone that owns a $5,000 mountain bike, but maybe I do. I bet you do. You know me. So, (laughs) okay. Well, Um, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. And Washington's kind of a great place to be Washington, BC, Oregon, tons of mountain biking here. People come from all over the world to mountain bike in these areas. And we're very lucky that, you know, it's a couple hour drive and we can be on some of the best trails in the world. I've heard that up in like the Arlington area, there's like a huge, like popular mountain biking. Yes. Place yep. I've heard. Yep. There's the tree farm up in Arlington. Oh yeah. By the, by farms. the glass school, the Chihuly glass school is up there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mountain biking right there. Really fun trails. And those trails I would classify as a, everybody can ride. Okay. You could mm-hmm. go out there on pretty basic bike and have an awesome time blast. So what's the deal with Japanese Gulch? Yeah. So those are, um, some local trails, um, Japanese Gulch, it's owned by quite a few different owners. So you have the city of Mukilteo owning part of it, Boeing, and uh, probably some other landowners out there. So it's kind of a, a hard place to determine whose land you're on, but there's trails all through there, hiking, biking, walk your dogs, uh, no motorized vehicles. And as far as I know, it's still just maintained by volunteers going out there and kind of fixing it up as needed. I have to admit, that's one of those areas that I've always heard about and I have yet to explore. I don't know why. I'd never... Yeah, that's why I'm asking somebody who's been up there because I always see people with their cars like parked outside or like people taking their bikes out of their racks and I know that they're like gonna there's trails up there to hike and mountain bike on but I've literally never been up there and I've lived here for a long time so it's kind of embarrassing but it's cool oh yeah it's a good for place sure. to ride yeah. yeah the Japanese Gulch it's over off Mukilteo Boulevard right yeah and totally Mukilteo, by the yeah, dog yeah. park there yep. yeah yeah you'll see the dog dog park and uh, right above that there's trails all over you can go get lost you could spend a few days out there exploring them all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm curious, so why did you open your bike shop in downtown Everett of all places? You're like a, a younger guy, entrepreneurial, wanting to open up a bike shop. Why downtown Everett? Uh, downtown because I didn't spend a whole lot of time downtown. Um, in high school, we'd walk down the street, grab lunch, but that was about it. You know, go to the bank, that kind of stuff. But um, as I've gotten older, I've spent a little more time downtown, and I wanted to see that retail aspect back in downtown. My parents who grew up here, they would always talk about those, you know, golden era of downtown Everett. Pre-mall days. Yes. And so I kind of wanted to bring that back a little bit. And um, I I love being downtown. I love the restaurants, you know, bars, see, you know, people coming through all the time, new people coming to downtown for business or just to come to a restaurant. They walk by my shop, they pop in, check the place out. Yeah. As someone who's grown up in Everett and been around and kind of observed the downtown scene do you feel like it is uh making a comeback i do yeah i think um on a monthly basis we're seeing more businesses uh, coming to downtown more people um pretty much every day i have someone coming to the shop and they're saying yeah we just moved here 
And mm-hmm. we love downtown. We love all the restaurants, you know, the coffee shops. There's so much that, to offer here downtown. Yeah, that's really cool. So what kind of bikes and accessories do you sell at Bayside Bikes? So we sell a little bit of everything. So from kids' bikes to your mountain bikes, road bikes, and a lot of commuter bikes. So something that you're going to ride to and from work, go to the grocery store, put some groceries in your you know basket, and then accessories to you know make sure your bike is comfortable to ride. So aftermarket seats or you know replacement parts, fenders, lights, lights yeah. yeah, locks. So a lot of locks, helmets. I've bought all those things from you. Actually, yep. I bought a bike, lights, helmet, lock, all that stuff. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, you get the bike, and then you're like, oh, what else do I need? Yeah, yeah, yep. And then yeah, we load you up. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I know I've seen you in some ads for Everett Community College. How's that feel as a, a, a local boy who's yeah. grown, grown up here yeah. getting featured in yeah. the local paper? Local boy done good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think um, that's been great for me. It's Tons of people have come in and said, yeah, I saw you, you know, advertised on the website or I think even on Pandora, they had a little bit about me for Everett Community. So I always see it on Instagram. I always see the Everett Community College Instagram ad with your face in it. Yeah. Garrett and I were in one of those ads too, but it never gets shown nearly as often as yours. And it kind of makes sense because I don't think we're as handsome as you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They haven't called me yet. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you're in the queue, Henry. I hope so. You're in there. <laughs> All right, so bringing it back a little bit to downtown Everett, what are some of the um, pros and cons of having a business in downtown Everett? I'm curious. Yeah, pros is uh, new people coming through all the time. Um, and then for me, places to hang out before and after work. Um, I'm close to work. There's riding to do right out of side, outside of town. Go hit the Milltown Trail. Um, cons would be... Parking can be a bit of a constraint for customers, especially if they're bringing their broken bike to you in their car and they're having trouble finding parking and they have to drag it down the street. For sure. So that's been a bit of an issue, but um, something that you expect being you know, in a growing downtown core. And um, what are some of your favorite places to ride in Everett? Uh, my favorite ride in Everett is um, take off from the shop and go down towards the waterfront and ride the Milltown Trail. Uh, do the loop out around the marina, check out the restaurants, you know, if there's music going on, stop and check that out on Thursdays and Saturdays at uh, Music at the Marina, uh, go around Boxcar Park, and then come back up through uh, Legion Park um, through the North End neighborhood. Nice. That sounds like a fun ride. Yeah, that is a pretty good and, ride. And the Milltown Trail is the Doesn't one that goes around like West Marine New Drive? Yes. But I think it goes all the way over on East Marine View Drive too, right? Yeah. Like all the way by Jackson Park and all that. Yep. Yeah. If you consider North Everett's Peninsula, it really goes around the whole edge. It's a sidewalk or a paved trail. That is a great ride. I've I've done it um, once or twice maybe, and it, yeah, Everett being a peninsula, it is so convenient just to kind of do the big loop. And um, in, any other rides around Everett that uh, that you'd recommend? Yeah. So we also have the Interurban Trail, which starts in town. Um, I usually pick it up on about 43rd and Colby. And when you start there, it's a paved trail and it bounces back and forth between paved and uh, a shoulder of a road. And that you can ride really all the way to North Seattle. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's recommended. And you can also go to downtown Snohomish, ride the Centennial Trail, and that will take you north, um, north of Arlington. And it's about 32 miles each way. So another good one. Okay. Oh yeah, that is cool. Nice. And so I always see uh, pictures of you on Instagram out riding in places outside of Everett. So for people who uh, have gotten a bike from you and they're like, man, I'm really getting into this. I want to ride 
some places outside of Everett. What do you, where do you like to recommend? Yeah. So, um, typically my buddies and I will go North, uh, towards Bellingham. Bellingham's a big bike town. So they have Galbraith and, uh, Chuckanut mountains that are great trail systems. And then, um, quite often we'll go up to BC and there's tons of riding in Vancouver, Squamish, Whistler out on Vancouver Island. So really the options are endless. Nice. Yeah, I'm curious as to what advice you give to people when they're first getting a bike and they want to start riding it to work or maybe start commuting on city streets. What advice do you give people who are looking to start riding their bikes kind of in town? Yeah. The most common thing that I tell people is be aware of where you're riding, pick your routes. Well, um, don't, you don't have to be scared, but you want to be smart about it. So you want to have a good set of lights and I've started using lights day or night in the day, daytime hours. I'll put them on a flashing mode to help get driver's attention. And then at nighttime, you know, put the front on a steady mode cause that's your source of light. And, um, we do have some good streets that like Hoyt and California, which are your, um, Hoyt being your North South route. And then California, your, um, East West route, you either have a bike lane or it's a shared road. And so not a lot of traffic, but good way to get around. I feel like I grew up my whole life riding my bike on sidewalks, um, like when I was a kid, right? And I don't know if you all feel the same way, but I rode my bike everywhere as a kid. And then being an adult, riding on the street, and I do feel like there was like a little bit of um, anxiety about like riding down Colby when it's like really busy and sharing the road with cars. Yeah, when you're when you're riding past all the cars parked parallel and you're just praying someone doesn't, doesn't open, their, open door. their door yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Totally. yeah and that's a risk you, you were hoping that people are checking their mirror before they fling their door open because there could be a cyclist there yeah um, it's just something you have to be cautious of and when you're downtown you're not supposed to be riding on the sidewalk totally you should be walking your bike on the sidewalk or you are supposed to be in the street and you know acting like a vehicle and is that because there's just not enough room on the sidewalk it's like a hazard yeah yeah it's a uh, yeah narrow sidewalk and you had people and bikes and yeah it can get a little little sketchy do you know why the cops ride on the sidewalk i don't because they're allowed to do whatever they want (laughs) they make the rules and what about uh i'm just going to ask you random questions that i wonder about biking what about uh (laughs) when i i always run into this issue where there's some stoplights that only censor the weight question yeah they only censor the weight of a vehicle right and if you're in downtown you're not supposed to get up on the sidewalk technically right but as far as i can tell you either got to wait for a car to come or get up on the sidewalk to push the button or just run the light which is what i or do. just run the light yeah i usually come to the stop and then if there's no cars then i'll just go but um, sometimes you can trigger the sensor and i looked this up not too long ago and there's some kind of magic going on in the ground where as you ride your bike over the little sensor, it disrupts some kind of signal and it tells the light that it needs to change because there's a cyclist waiting there. So you got to look for that. Usually it's a little round spot um, where a bike cyclist should be riding on the right side of the lane and uh, you should ride your tires over that and it should trigger. Ah, I'm going to look for that next time. Yeah. Good to know. What's the worst accident you've ever been in on your bike? Um, I've been in a few, so I guess on, on the street when I was about seven or so, I was riding with friends and went through, was riding through alleys and went from one alley to the next and didn't stop and got hit by a car Oh no! and knocked down and I was okay, but probably freaked out. I'm sure I freaked out the driver and then my mom found out <laughs> and she freaked out and then I freaked out cause mom was upset. 
Um, so that one was pretty bad. And then um, a couple of years ago, I was mountain biking actually up in Arlington at one of the tree farms and um, was riding with new people and might have been trying to show off a little bit because, you know, I didn't know them too well and I yeah. wanted to show them uh, who I was. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I ended up crashing and went over the handlebars and landed on a pretty good sized rock and I knocked it kind of out of the ground with my shoulder and it separated my shoulder. Oh, yeah. So I was in a sling for you know, the rest of the summer and. Ouch. Yeah. Has anybody ever opened a car door on you before? Nope. Do you get harassed by cars sometimes? And they're like, get off the road, bicyclist. Because that happens to me when I ride in Everett. Sometimes I... But it's probably just me. Uh, maybe That's me yelling at you. Um, <laughs> but uh, usually it's... Um, yeah, you get some people honking at you. or it's Typically it's been my buddies yelling at me, trying to scare me. Like, <laughs> oh, I saw you coming. So yeah, they honked or yelled at me or... You know, every once in a while you get a jerk who has like one of those uh, train horns on his truck. <laughs> Idiot. Hon- yeah, he honks that at you. Um, so, yeah, it does happen once in a while, but typically those people are picking on anybody they can. And a cyclist looks like a pretty easy target. Do you think uh, electric bikes are going to take over? Uh, I think they're getting there. There's some purists out there who don't care for them. I was that way for quite a while, and then I rode one, and now I own one. Yeah, yeah. And um, it makes commuting so much better. I commute all year rain shine wind snow ice it doesn't matter i'm on my bike riding to work and the electric bikes makes it so much easier especially if i'm carrying stuff to work and you know i'm loading down the bike and it's so nice to be able to go 25 28 miles an hour and keep up with traffic i think it's safer too yeah totally instead of traffic going around me now i'm riding in the lane and you know i'm like more like a motorcycle yeah yeah i feel like if i had an electric bike i would just never pedal i just feel like i would always just use electric mode and you know yeah that's an option on some the one i'm riding it's pedal assist oh, okay. so if you stop pedaling you'll just coast to a stop like a normal bike yeah that's what uh my wife and i were actually uh down in north seattle the other day at uh, magnuson park and um I, I didn't know but like the lime bike uh like bike bike share things you can rent with the app and they have electric ones now and yeah they, they were the pedal assist so you, you have to pedal for it to work, but it's like every time you pedal, it just gives you that big boost. Yeah. And I, I got to admit they, and they were pretty stinking fun. Yeah, they are. They're great. And I think they will help more people get into cycling and help extend your range, makes it, makes it so you can ride longer and go further. What about like that whole bike, new bike share thing in general? Like what if that were to, um, like, have you ever thought about how that might affect you? Like if that started in Everett? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if it would, I think it would probably draw some new people into cycling they would get a chance to ride a bike and then say oh well i want one of my own Mm -hmm. and it may take away from some customers because they think well i'm only going to ride a bike a couple times a year i'll just go and rent one so instead of purchasing their own so sure i think it could get new people in but you might lose a few customers as well yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so what what does the future have uh have in store for bayside bikes what's next um, well, I hope to uh, keep continuing downtown and um, get just more people into riding. Um, I really like the size of my store. It's small enough that I can do it on my own, so I think quality control stays pretty high that way, um, but also you know, good selection in there as well. So um, I'm pretty happy with how things are going. Just want to see more, more people riding and yeah, just continue on like that. I will say it is a, a, a lot of fun. You know, I've I've gotten a number of my accessories and stuff from you, and just the fact that it's like, yeah, you're running the show, so I always know you're the one that's going to be there, and um, always going to give good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good advice, knowledgeable, helpful, and uh, you know, don't want to make this sound like a 
advertisement or, or anything, but it, I think that is part of the appeal to me of living in Everett is when you can know your local bike shop owner, your barista, or you know, shoe repair person. Yes. No. Yeah. Um, one other thing I just want to say that I love about Bayside Bikes, and this is just kind of like something in general with outdoor sports, to where a lot of guys um, are jerks to beginners. You know, like I find this like I've been into snowboarding. Uh, most of my life and dirt biking and biking and all this stuff. But I always feel like whenever you're starting out a sport or have questions, people will treat you weird. If it's like a dumb newbie question, you know, really in skateboarding and Garrett and I grew up skateboarding. I felt like that was totally true. And you were so not like that. I feel like when I was kind of looking at buying a bike, I had all these questions and buying a road bike and, you know, it was really easy to work with and, yeah, I really, Not a jerk. <laughs> I really enjoy the new riders. They're they're fun to work with because it all is new to them and they're excited about it and they have all these questions and I don't mind answering questions. That's why I'm there. I love bikes, so I I don't mind talking about them at all. So I'm going to you know tell you what I think and what what I know from my experience and you know For sure. you can take it from there. Nice. Nice. So we have some Everett centric questions we like to ask all of our guests. So we'll Transition into those here. The first one is, how have you seen Everett change since you've been here? Yeah, since uh, back in the 80s when I was born. Um, I think Everett has um, kind of changed from an industrial town, um, especially in the waterfront. Um, that's been my ride, my go-to ride um, since, you know, I was like seven or eight, you know, riding with dad down on the waterfront. So Kimberly Clark being gone and a lot of the fishing and uh, manufacturing going on down there, that's not there anymore. And, it's great that we have parks, but it's kind of lost a little bit of that edge there. So yeah, I've seen that uh, be a big change. What do you think Everett's best kept secret is? And I feel like you're a good person to ask for this because you're always exploring Everett. Yeah, I, I know Everett pretty well. I don't think there's a street or alley that I haven't been down. So I'm going to say it's best kept secret is Everett itself. Oh, pe- come on. Yeah, because uh. <laughs> pe- people outside of Everett kind of have this idea about it. And we have so many great options here. Um, and also it's proximity to all these cool places. I so. thought you were going to say like the bar inside of Nor- Normana Lodge or something like that. Oh, that, that was a discovery. Yeah. <laughs> um, one uh, Tuesday with my buddy Mike and I out wandering around on our bikes and yeah, I found out Normana had a two-step dancing and a pretty nice little bar in there. That was, I know I went there with you guys once and I think you may have even have called it the secret bar like, <laughs> oh shit, shoot, or something like that. We probably said something like so that. I remember I had no idea what you guys were talking about. I was like, where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you think Everett is misunderstood? And if so, why? Uh, I think it is. Um, I like, well, I, I do. And I don't like reading comments on my Everett news or, you know, pages like that on Facebook when something happens and people kind of rip Everett a new one. But in another sense, I kind of like it because then people are like, Oh, I better stay away. So bad for business, but good for me as a resident because it, you know, it's a little more space for the rest of us. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like in general with, you know, a lot of people are talking about the development and possible like big growth for Everett, um, in the near future. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. It's a, it's a struggle. I'm pulled back and forth because as a business owner, I want Everett to grow and I want more people and that means more money, but then that's also, you know, more people in my way out on the bike trail and finding my cool secret spots houses are more expensive all that stuff yeah Yeah. it is totally a double-edged sword um speaking of double-edged swords uh does what do you think everett needs if anything yeah i would like to see some more retail options downtown Uh, when people come out of town they come to you know funko they come to my shop they're going into a couple other 
of the retail spots downtown, but they're like, well, what else is there to see? You know, where else can we shop? And I'm like, well, I think you've seen it all. So I'd like to see some more retail options downtown. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, what is your greatest hope for Everett's future? Greatest hope is to uh, see more growth. Um, I'm really liking what I see now. Cool neighbors coming in, a lot of young people hanging out downtown. I love seeing that. I, you know, I can go into a bar and run into people that I know and just hang out and yeah, it's great. Nice. Awesome. So, Let's play uh, a game. Yeah, you want to play a game? Yeah, sure. I'm here. Like <laughs> only oh, cuz yeah. you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's called Fast Favorites. We're going to ask you five questions in 60 seconds, and if you can answer all five in 60 seconds, you might win a prize. I might win a prize. You okay. Might win a prize or you will win a prize if you do. I don't it, it feels more su- suspenseful to say might. <laughs> Yeah. Even though you you will. You're going to okay. win. Yeah. Even if you lose, you'll probably still win. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, no, that's deal. not true. Nobody's ever lost this before. You're just not going to lose. All right, Tyler, I got my eye on the All clock right. if you want to ask the questions. You ready, Eric? Yes. All right, here we go. Ready, Eric? Ready. Okay, here we go. Uh, Eric, where's your favorite place to eat? Taco Book. Nice. Same. Favorite place to drink? Independent Beer Bar. Favorite place to watch the sunset? Ooh, um, I think a lot of people say Grand Park, but I'm going to go with Pigeon Creek, the beach down there. Good answer. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite word to describe Everett? Oh, hold on. I wrote it down. So oh, you cheater. Um, <laughs> let's see. It is, oh, where is it? How many seconds are we at, Garrett? Dude, uh, you're 25. almost out of time. Um, let's see. Oh, gumption. Gumption. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, what, is, what do you like to do in Everett when you have free time? Uh, bike ride down the waterfront. Yeah, figured. All right, nice. I think you did it. Yeah, that Good was job. like 35 seconds. So you get but to you, pick. you did cheat. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it to him. Well, Let's you see. know what? I did my homework and I studied up on what you guys were asking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. You that's, didn't cheat. That's yeah. legit. So you get to pick one prize out of the bag of mystery here. I love right. gumption. Gumption is a good word. I think moxie would be another, another good word. Oh, bada bing notepad from a local artist, Cat Snap. You know when I needed this was yesterday when I was trying to take notes on, <laughs> on, the, the, podcast. Li- on the podcast on what, uh, well, what questions ha- would be done. Now on. you have a uh, Cat Snap uh, little journal. Excellent. Thank you. There you go. Now you can yeah, be more, more prepared next time. Yeah, I will be. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Eric. Uh, before we uh, cut you loose and send you home for the day, uh, where uh, can people learn more about you and find you on the web? Oh, all over the place. So uh, Bayside Bikes has a website, BaysideBikesEverett.com. Facebook page, that's updated the most often. Uh, Instagram, post some you know pictures there of sometimes new products, most of the time just goofing off on bikes. Um, yeah. Awesome. Nice. Did, did you already say, do you have a website? Did you already say that? Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah, wait, wait to listen, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry. You're picking at something over there. I was, yeah. <laughs> cool, was, man. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks so much for, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Thanks for hanging out for the Live and Everett podcast. We would love to hear from you. Send us feedback, questions, or whatever floats your boat to podcast at liveandeverett.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail or prank call at 425 341 3731. And if you're listening on iTunes, take a minute to rate us. It helps a ton. You can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, The Weekly Goodness, at www.liveineverett.com slash subscribe. And if you enjoy Live in Everett, you can also now support us on Patreon. Even just $1 per month helps us keep Live in Everett going. Uh, learn more at patreon.com slash liveineverett.
Thanks again to Eric for joining us today. Special thanks to Oliver Alfarmi for our theme music and to our producer, Henry J., which, by the way, you can catch Henry's radio show, The Stereo Wire, right here on liveineverett.com starting on August 3rd. Good things happen in Everett because of you, so thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everyone. This is why we're Everett till the grave.